CityCast listeners, in a master-planned community in Cyprus, a couple named Kathleen and George Rowe have been feeding the ducks behind their house for years now. But recently, their homeowners association filed suit against them for doing this, and it could be up to a $250,000 fine for the couple. Will it be enough to stop the couple who really love feeding their ducks or not? Today, I am with the real estate reporter who covered this story, the Houston Chronicle's Rebecca Schutz. It is Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. I'm Farrell Gibbs, in for Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Rebecca, thanks for coming on today. This is a very interesting story. Thanks for having me, Farrell. I, I saw this headline come by the other day. I think Lisa covered it in the newsletter, and it was people feeding ducks, and I saw the, the term $250,000 thrown around and I just could not believe it. So what happened actually? What happened? At the heart of the story, a retired couple in this master plan community in Cyprus named Bridgeland really love feeding the ducks, but the ducks are bothering the neighbors, interrupting their gardens, just being ducks, pooping places. And the neighbors are upset the master plan community has a homeowners association. So they looked and they said, could anything apply to the ducks? And there's things involving smells, noises, annoying neighbors. And they're like, all right, you need to stop. To, to the people feeding the ducks. To the people feeding the ducks. Okay. These conversations go on for years. And then the homeowners association was like, we are going to sue you to enforce these deed restrictions. You need to stop feeding the ducks. You know, until I read your article, I had never heard of anything like this before, duck wars. Is this something that actually happens in other areas, other places? Part of the nuance is the ducks. And the background there is like, people love feeding ducks. (laughs) And it has led to duck wars in multiple neighborhoods. A notable one being Pearland, where someone was like getting so upset that they were shooting ducks with a bow and arrow and trying to mow ducks down with their cars. And then there were people who were so in support of the ducks that they had set up kiddie pools for the ducks to do their ducks like paddling in and they were setting up bird feed. So like people are very pro and anti-duck. Just on a walk the other day, I saw people, you know, giving bread to ducks on a uh, bridge. Are these just regular average ducks? Houston, of course, has native ducks and the native ducks... They've been here forever that, you know, they don't need anyone to feed them. You couldn't move them if you wanted to. And then there's domesticated ducks, you know, farm ducks. You'll see them at the tractor supply store. And those ducks weren't in Houston before they were introduced. And there's a problem where people sometimes buy these little ducklings and then maybe they turn out to be messier than they expected or less cute when they grow up or more expensive than they were prepared for. And there's this idea, oh, I'll set this duck free and people will abandon these ducks. And the thing is, actually, ducks learn how to be wild from their mothers. So these ducks aren't very savvy on how to navigate life. So now this couple is feeding them off their back porch. And this has been going on for a long time. So yes, a decade for a decade. Right. So it's come to a head. So it's come to a head. They were served a lawsuit. You know, someone knocked on the door and served them the papers. The lawsuit is seeking two main things. One is an injunction. 
They want the court to be like, you have to stop. Contractually, you're forced to stop. So there's seeking like a court order telling them, do not feed the ducks. The other thing they're seeking is various fees and costs, including the attorney fees, the court costs. And there is this provision that says, all other and further relief, both general and special, legal and equitable, to which the plaintiff may be justly entitled. And oftentimes HOAs can fine homeowners. They're called special assessments. That's referenced in the lawsuit. So it's very unclear how much they would have to pay. But for this type of lawsuit, the maximum to have to pay is 250000 So the lawyer is saying this number. The couple is saying this number. W- would the fees go all the way to the maximum allowed? It, it doesn't say that anywhere in the lawsuit. I mean, the amount, $250,000, that just... I mean, that's just a wild number to contemplate. That's a lot for feeding ducks. A couple does have this $250,000 number in their head. They don't know how much they're going to have to pay if they lose. I think they feel this has uh, led to like a, a lack of neighborly feeling. And they have listed their home on the market already. And the reason they say they have listed their home on the market is because they're like, we wouldn't be able to afford $250,000, but their hope is they would be able to pay whatever fine they have to pay and maybe buy a house in the country outside of an HOA where they can feed the wildlife. There's this great part at the end of the story where the ducks come walking across the street and Kathleen goes running up to feed the ducks corn, you know, and with this number 250000 or whatever it may be, hanging over their heads. Yeah. I mean, even still, she's feeding the ducks. Yes, yes. Uh, She's feeding the ducks. She's talking about how much she's going to miss them. The ducks obviously know this house because I got there a little bit early because it's in Cyprus. She feeds them in the morning. And I was like, what's traffic going to be like? So I got there like maybe 20, 30 minutes early. So I was just hanging out in my car and I could see ducks floating around the waterway and I could see them walk up, cross the street and come up to her, like start looking at her front porch and they extend their heads, look around. She wasn't there and they'd walk back. So they obviously like have learned this house. Okay. So Rebecca, you told me that you spoke to a conservationist. What are some things that he told you that people may not know? The conservationist I spoke with says, don't abandon ducks. That was his headline. Do not buy ducks because they're cute and abandon them because their life afterwards isn't going to be what you're imagining. And then he was also like, don't feed the ducks because it exacerbates problem and leads to community tensions. He's seen this in other communities, right? He's like, people hate the ducks hanging around because they learn where to go. And then they'll hang around and start rooting around. And another thing conservationists say is don't feed ducks. Bread doesn't have the nutrition they need. Sometimes you'll see ducks with like deformed wings. And that's because they're malnourished, actually. Your story got a lot of traction. I I read a lot of the comments underneath it. It's really interesting because people are very split. I think one of the top comments, someone said, I completely understand both sides now. I mean, they understand that they can't be taken away, but they can't be fed. But at the same time that they're a problem and that they do this destruction around the neighborhood. Did you find yourself being split as you put this together? Yeah. Some people love the ducks and want to feel connected to the ducks. And some people are like, you know, the ducks are causing a mess and they're destroying my yard. So 
that's one sort of background. And then the other background is like, people have very mixed feelings about HOAs <laughs> because I think people buy a home and they're like, oh, I own the home. I can decide what to do with it. And then HOA is like, actually, there's a lot of rules. So I feel like coming into this, I was like, I, I could see both sides. One is the HOA is like, they've lived here for a decade. They bought the house 10 years ago. Both sides say they've been talking about it for a long time. The couple said that the HOA started like making itself known about eight years ago. So from the HOA's perspective, they did try to like create a situation where all the neighbors would be happy for years through conversation before taking it to this level. On the other side, I think people might opt into an HOA because, oh, I do like, you know, consistency in how the homes look and for people to keep up their yards. But if you're like really into feeding the ducks, it doesn't explicitly say anything about that. That's right. Because it doesn't necessarily say feeding the ducks, they can tie it into like trash or destruction or destruction of gardens, these sorts of things. Yeah, there's a lot of language about being a nuisance, about annoying your neighbors, about noxious smells, things like this. So I, I could see being like, yeah, I signed this contract, but this is not what I expected the contract to mean. Talking to this conservationist, or even, I'm sure that you've heard a lot of reader comments about this story. Is there a solution that seems to have risen above all others? You know, the, the solution is like maybe raising public awareness that if you are like buying ducks from the store and letting them go in a pond as like freeing the ducks it's actually like not going to have that rosy ending you're thinking of like yeah. they're gonna have a hard time finding food they might get picked off by predators they might lead to like neighbors starting to fight each other well if if george and kathleen leave if they move it seems like that's exactly what will happen right the ducks won't get fed yeah, and they'll have to fend for themselves. This is beyond my expertise. I'm like, can they learn to fend for themselves? I would hope so, but I actually don't know. Well, that's what I kept thinking. It's like, well, if you leave, if you move, you're leaving your duck babies. Yeah. But I guess th their hands are tied. They, yeah. they don't have much of a choice either. Yeah. I mean, kind of a sad story, I guess. Yeah, I think that's one of the really hard things about the whole story. But I think also one of the hard things about like, seeing a creature you know didn't grow up to be in the wild and just letting it be. It's a hard thing, but maybe that's the way life is. Well, thank you for coming on today and telling us this story, Rebecca. It's been fun having you on. Thank you so much for having me. That was Rebecca Schutz of the Houston Chronicle. Next up, I'm here with lead producer Dina Kespa. Dina, what has been happening in Houston today? Thanks, Farrell. So y'all know about that James Coney Island, that location that's been sitting at the corner of Shepherd Drive and Richmond Avenue. It's been there for like as long as I can remember. Well, they have quietly closed their doors permanently. Now I'm sure for some James Coney Island fans out here, this is a huge bummer, but some silver lining to this is that they're not going to go away for good. There's just a little bit of maybe some redesign, if you will, that's going to happen. Smaller footprints with drive-throughs is what President Darren Strahan said. He also said they're entertaining the idea of selling the concept because they want to keep the brand alive. So hopefully you'll be seeing some JCIs around. They maybe look different. They may not be called James Coney Island, but the idea is that they're not going to go away forever. 
at least for now. That is it for our show today. If you like what you hear here on CityCast Houston, tell a friend. Come visit us over on Instagram. We are slowly and steadily growing there. Our handle is at CityCast Houston. Until then, y'all have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Will that be enough to stop the couple who really love feeding their ducks to stop? That's two stops. <laughs> um, let's see. Cool. We got a blooper now.